Hi, welcome to another episode of Fault on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Palt, and today I've got Richard Ord. He's with uh, Amantis, and uh, they're a manufacturer of uh, intelligent IGBT drivers and uh, other uh, power subsystems, especially intelligent ones, directed towards uh, use in uh, expanded management methodologies, including the Internet of Things. So, hi, Richard. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. Good to talk to you again. Been a little while. Yes, it has. We saw you at uh, PCIM earlier this year. There's a video on the site, in fact, uh, showing your demo using an IGBT driver, an intelligent one, in a train in another country, in fact, correct? Uh, yeah, indeed. Um, uh, we had um, uh, some friends from a Portuguese rail uh, operator, EMEF, um, uh, actually on the stand, and they were monitoring their train in real time on the tracks a thousand miles away in Lisbon. And uh, it was uh, it was almost a perfect storm of a demonstration for me. So uh, it was uh, it was a very interesting show. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. And the funny thing is, when everybody uh, I shouldn't say when everyone when many people think of the Internet of Things, they're thinking of handheld devices and cell phones and widgets and such like that. But I mean, it, it can apply to any intelligent system, right? Yeah, well, Internet of Things, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a populist sort of uh, movement at the moment. I think it's going to be quite a revolution now that it's showing something uh, tangible and real. But people often forget, well, what are the things that are going to talk to each other? And our products, they're the machines that will talk to the machines. They're the things that will be cr linked through the Internet. And what we're doing is putting intelligence right in at the heart of that uh, electronic system so those machines can talk to each other. Right. Well, you know what, Richard, why don't you start with the device that you were showing at the event and spring from there to other application spaces? Yeah. So uh, at the event, we had, had our uh, Portuguese rail operator. Um, they actually uh, uh, diagnosed live a problem with their test train on the track in Portugal. Um, it was using a, 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 an Amantis power drive running at 4,500 volts driving uh, uh, IGBT modules in the train switching system. Uh, and embedded in that gate drive, um, we have uh, a, a subsystem. Uh, it's based around an ARM microprocessor, a series of sensors, A to Ds, uh, programmable device. And what this is basically doing is sitting inside the, uh, the power switch. It sits on the high voltage side. It measures a series of signals from the power switch the key to it is digitizing it straight away and then communicating those over the standard fiber optic link uh, to the low voltage side to the control domain and giving it a whole level of insight more to the, uh, the developer and the operator of what's actually happening inside that switch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and that's very important because obviously uh, without feedback there is no precision and you can't really have control unless you know what the hell's going on. Well, traditional systems, traditional gate drivers have usually given three signals out. It's on, off, or, uh, or fault, or as, uh, as I usually say when I'm over in, uh, in Germany, ein, auf oder tot. And, and we think there's a little bit more information that could come out from that switch. And what we're finding now is that as we offer that communications vehicle with our uh, Amantis Power Insight uh, software protocol, people are now saying, could you also monitor other signals? Could you monitor humidity? Could you monitor shock 
or vibration, particularly important in locomotive applications. Uh, and we're saying, well, it's simply a question of um, uh, integrating the sense uh, mechanism in the switch, and then we have a protocol that will handle any of the signals uh, and pass them out to the, the, um, uh, the control domain. Um, on top of that, if you look at uh, what we did in, uh, in, in uh, Germany in spring with the, the Portuguese rail, you can monitor it from everywhere because we simply push that data to the web um, over, dare I say it, the Internet of Things. So locomotive, we saw a, pro a problem with the train on the track. We were able to diagnose it uh, there in Nuremberg from the signaling that we were delivering um, through our uh, Power Insights uh, protocol. But that could equally well be a wind farm or a solar farm. Uh, instead of getting in a boat to see why your turbine isn't turning, maybe you'll see what tripped the power electronics from the control center instead. And I can tell you at this time of year, that's an application that a lot of operators are very interested in. Mm -hmm. I can imagine, Richard. In fact, I was going to ask you uh, what other application spaces. Why don't you give us a couple of others? Okay, so um, uh, locomotive we're very familiar with. At wind farm, we see that uh, uh, emerging where currently, particularly with offshore, if something goes wrong at the moment with the power electronics, you need somebody to visit the site and see what's actually happening. With our technology, you'll be able to look at some of the failure mechanisms, observe recent events, and then start to build a, a picture of what's actually going on and, and refine the, the uh, operation of that wind turbine so that perhaps you have few, fewer failure events. Um, a couple of the other areas that are very interesting, uh, one is high voltage DC, HVDC. Um, this is where um, uh, regions of national grid are linked to each other. Uh, this could be, for example, across the channel between uh, the UK and uh, the continent. It might be between different areas of North America where there's a significant uh, uh, project uh, underway that will ultimately link several different regional grids. With high voltage DC, um, at the core of the system, you have a series of IGBT modules. It might be 10 or 20 of them on a cold plate, each of them switching. Then you have a rack of these cold plates, uh, perhaps the size of a reasonable size cabinet. But then you have a, an HVDC hall, which is stacked maybe 30 or 50 feet high, uh, and the size of a reasonably uh, significant uh, building all populated with these IGBT modules being switched. Now, at the moment, if there's a problem with an IGBT module, you've got to get into that high-voltage area. You've got to get up the ladder and take a spanner and start working out what's going wrong, wrong with that IGBT. Um, with our technology, well, we export all the data over the fiber optic. You can monitor this from outside of the uh, high-voltage area. You don't need to decommission anything. And then during that operational phase, you can perhaps change the loading between that particular IGBT module and other IGBT modules around it, such that you then simply make a note that there's a particular fault that needs examining as and when the next scheduled maintenance uh, comes around. So this is really um, uh, uh, quite a powerful um, usage of, uh, of this technology. Um, one further area. Um, one of the things that we do with the, the, the adapter, the Amantis Power Insight adapter that helps you interrogate the system, you can also change the switching characteristics of the IGBT module from ex, an external position. So you can do that either in development. You can, either, you can even do it during commissioning and operation. So in a, an application such as industrial motor drives, 
the very same motor drive might be deployed on the one hand on a, a, a seagoing merchant vessel, perhaps on a, um, a, a, an oil platform, and it might be winching uh, cables or an anchor, which has a relatively steady load pattern. Well, that same industrial drive might actually be operating in a steel mill where you have very much more of an impact, uh, uh, impactful uh, operation uh, uh, in terms of the loading on that, uh, that uh, motor drive. By using the Mantis Power Insight through the adapter, you can actually change the mission profile of that same equipment in the field for the particular operation that it's working in. Well, and that's the other side of the coin is not just mo uh, monitoring but control. Indeed. At the moment, the, um, uh, the way that the operation works is that we have a gate drive, and that handles the actual switching of the IGBT module. And that is a separate subsystem today to the Power Insight system, which uses the, uh, the microcontroller. People are very nervous in this industry about microprocessor control of high voltage, and for a very good reason. They need to be sure that they have a, a secure, safe, and reliable system. Essentially, with our subsystem, at the moment, that is out of line with the direct control of the motor, but you can change how that motor switches by using it um, uh, offline. So if there is actually a software fault in the uh, microprocessor system, the gate drive simply operates as though it's a traditional gate drive, and therefore the security and the safety is not impacted. Further down the road, we'll cross that bridge of actually having microprocessor control of the switching in real time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now, Richard, uh, what are some of the other products that you offer that actually help the uh, engineer manifest this control in the device itself? So from that um, program with um, uh, our, uh, our friends in Portugal, uh, we've since developed and introduced the 4.5 kV uh, Amantis power drive, the RGBT module gate driver. Um, but we also, uh, as part of the software side of that uh, development, we found there was a need for an external adapter so that the uh, developer could externally monitor all that was going on with the power switching, but without having to actually change the host control system. So we've since introduced um, a product very similar to the one we developed in that uh, uh, Portuguese rail program, and we've launched the Amantis Power Insight adapter, and this essentially sits astride the existing fiber optic communication between the IGBT module and its gate driver and the external host system. It doesn't interrupt that signaling at all, but it takes out from there all the um, uh, digitized monitoring information that the system has involved in it. So the adapter links to a PC over Ethernet or USB. Uh, we have onboard um, uh, data storage in the adapter, but we also have data storage on the gate drive itself. And with the adapter, you can set and determine and change uh, the reporting, the thresholds, the alarm limits, so that you decide how much data you want out and in what circumstances. Um, that's particularly powerful in commissioning. If you find you're getting a, a fault situation, when perhaps the temperature rises beyond the limits that you set, you can then start to draw out data at a more consistent rate, or you can look back at the, the events that led up to that fault signal 
and start to learn about how the system is operating. Um, in our view, the first thing that we're doing is providing data. From that, mm -hmm. people can start to learn information about how the system is operating. And then further down the road, we'll be able to learn sufficient from that information to start to uh, 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 predict the potential for failure and therefore adjust the operating environment to allow that system to keep going until such time as you can get in there and maintain and check what the fault may be. Got it, got it. And, and well, then that's all of what it's all about, right? Uh, better control, not just efficiency. It also means better management. Yes. It also means better, better fault recovery. It means better fault prediction. It, that's the beautiful thing about adding intelligence to a system. There is no single benefit. It's an across-the-board raising of the boats. Indeed, and the, the 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 real benefit, the bottom line benefit that comes is a higher availability and a better understanding of the system and the ability, therefore, to adapt the system to achieve um, a, a better performance. Exactly, exactly. Well, so do you have any uh, final thoughts for our audience before we close out the episode, Richard? Um, I, think, um, uh, I think just to, to wrap it all up, uh, we're expanding our product portfolio with more and more gate drives. Um, we've added more system tools um, with the... Uh, Amantis Power Insight and the uh, uh, Power Insight Adapter. Um, and during the uh, months ahead, we'll be coming out with some uh, further innovations that will allow people to build their power inverters um, in a more modular fashion and perhaps with a better control of how the energy that's uh, being switched in that system can be uh, uh, made more uh, efficiently and, uh, and more reliably. Excellent, excellent. Well, hey, Richard. I want to thank you very much for coming on the show because, um, again, everyone thinks of the Internet of Things, or I should say most people think of it as a small-scale thing, whereas in reality, it's anywhere you can put intelligence in the system. And I'm glad you were able Indeed. to help, uh, show us some other areas. Thank you. When it comes to the machines, we've got some actual machines talking to some actual machines. There you go, Richard. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day.